Clearshore presents Driving Corporate Innovation Design Thinking versus Customer Development by Steve Blank July 30th, 2014 at steveblank.com Startups are not smaller versions of large companies, but interestingly, we see that companies are not larger versions of startups. I've been spending some time with large companies that are interested in using lean methods. One of the conundrums is why does innovation take so long to happen in corporations? Previously, Hank Chesborough and I have written about some of the strategic issues that impede innovation inside large corporations. Two methods, design thinking and customer development, the core of the lean startup, provide the tactical day-to-day process of how to turn ideas into products. While they both emphasize getting out of the building and talking to customers, they're not the same. Here's why. Urgency drives innovation speed. Startups operate quickly, at a speed driven by the urgency of a proverbial gun to their head called burn rate. Any founding CEO can tell you three numbers they live and breathe by. One, the amount of cash left in the bank. Two, their burn rate, the amount of money they're spending monthly minus any revenue coming in. And three, the day they run out of money and have to shut the doors or get a new round of funding. If you're a founder, there is a constant gnawing fear in the pit of your stomach that it will all end badly running out of money, having to fire all your employees, and failing publicly. Whoever says, failure feels okay in startups, has clearly never run a startup. A startup CEO adroitly translates this urgency to their employees, not with reminders of, we'll all soon be out of jobs, but with a bias to action, making measurable progress in getting minimum viable products in front of customers, beating competitors, getting users, customers quickly, and generating revenue. Startups build a culture of commitment and drive to make things happen. In large companies, the employees are no less smart, but the organization is optimized to deliver repeatable products, revenue, and profits. To support this, its corporate culture is dominated by process, procedures, and incentives. In large companies, even the most innovative projects, whether it's process innovation, continuous innovation, or disruptive innovation, are not going to make or break the company, and employees know it. Canceling a project may frustrate the team members working on it, but unlike in a startup, they still have their jobs, offices, and houses, and the company won't close. Attempts to instill urgency via a gun-to-the-head philosophy are frowned on by corporate HR. All of this adds up to a complacency culture rather than an urgency culture. Customer Development versus Design Thinking This real sense of urgency and how it shapes employee attitudes and practices is a big reason why innovation processes in startups are different from those in large companies. One of these processes is how startups versus companies learn from customers. It's the difference between customer development versus design thinking. Customer development and design thinking share similar characteristics in exploring customer needs, but their origins, differences, and speed in practice 
are very different. I invented the customer development process trying to solve two startup problems. First, most Silicon Valley startups were, and primarily still are, technology-driven. They are founded and funded by visionaries who already have products or product ideas based on technology innovation and now need to find customers and markets. Think of the early days of Intel, Apple, Cisco, Google, Facebook, Twitter, etc. Second, burn rate and dwindling cash meant startups had to find these customers and the attendant product market fit rapidly before they ran out of money. These two characteristics, a technology-driven product already in hand and a need for speed, drove the unique characteristics of customer development. These included moving with speed, speed, and did I say speed? Starting with a series of core hypotheses, what the product is, what problem the product solves, and who will use and pay for it. Finding product market fit, where the first variable is the customer, not the product. Pursuing potential customers outside the building to test your hypotheses. Trading off certainty for speed and tempo using good enough decision making. Rapidly building minimum viable products by learning. And assuming your hypotheses will be wrong, so be ready to make rapid iterations and pivots. Design thinking also focuses on understanding the needs of potential customers outside the building but its motivations and tactics are different from those of customer development. Design thinking doesn't start with a founder's vision and a product in hand. Instead, it starts with needs finding and attempts to reduce new product risk by accelerating learning through rapid prototyping. This cycle of inspiration, ideation, and implementation is a solutions-based approach to solving customer problems. Design thinking is perfectly suited to situations where the process isn't engineering driven, time and money are abundant, and the cost and time of a failure of a major project launch can be substantial. This process makes sense in a large company when the bets on a new product require large investments in engineering, a new factory, or spending tens or hundreds of millions on launching a new product line. But therein lies the conundrum. Because of the size of the dollars at stake and your career, lots of effort is spent to make sure your understanding of the customer and the product is right. At times, large companies will drag out these design thinking investigations, prototype after prototype, for years. Often there is no place where urgency gets built into the corporate process. Just to be clear, this isn't a failure of the process. Urgency can be built in, it's just that most of the time, it's not. Both models work for large companies. There is no right process for all types of corporate innovation. In a perfect world, you wouldn't need customer development. No corporate R&D would happen before you understood customer problems and needs. But until that day, the challenge for executives in charge of corporate innovation is to understand the distinction between the two approaches and decide which process best fits which situation. While both get product teams out of the building, the differences are in speed, urgency, and whether the process is driven by product vision or customer needs. In one example, 
you might have a great technology innovation from corporate or division R&D in search of customers. In another, you might have a limited time to respond to rapidly shifting market or changing competitive environment. And in still another, understanding untapped customer needs can offer an opportunity for new innovation. Often I hear spirited defenses for customer development versus design thinking or vice versa, and my reaction is to slowly back out of these faith-based conversations. For large companies, it isn't about which process is right. The reality is that we probably haven't invented the right process yet. It's about whether your company is satisfied with the speed, quality, and size of the innovations being produced and whether you're applying the right customer discovery process to the right situation. No one size fits all. There's ample evidence from the National Science Foundation that customer development is the right process for commercializing existing technology. There's equally compelling evidence from IDEO, the Stanford D School, and the Biodesign Innovation Process that design thinking works great in finding customer needs and building products to match them. Lessons Learned Customer development and design thinking are both customer discovery processes. Customer development starts with, I have a technology or product, now who do I sell it to? Design thinking starts with, I need to understand customer needs and iterate prototypes until I find a technology and product that satisfies this need. Customer development is optimized for speed and good enough decision-making with limited time and resources. Design thinking is optimized for getting it right before we make big bets. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed the show. We would like to hear from you, so please send your thoughts to comments at clearshore.us or visit us at clearshore.us. If you would like this show delivered to you automatically, you can subscribe to the Clearshore Podcasts on iTunes. Wishing you all the best until next time.